When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 107.1. Appreciate you guys listening. By now, you've likely heard that protests over the death of George Floyd uh, escalated into violent rioting last night into this morning in South Minneapolis. Uh, An extremely dangerous situation. Uh, Businesses were set on fire. Yeah, on KSTP.com, they have all these uh, pictures and videos that their reporter, Ashley Zilka, got, as well as their Mm -hmm. uh, morning anchor, Chris Haggard, of just fires um along the street and um what, let me read this from chris eggert here uh he has a picture of high lake liquors south minneapolis in mm-hmm. shambles is what he, what he uh, wrote and he says he's seen at least 50 businesses that have been broken into so uh it's yeah the, the situation really really erupted last night and there's you know there's obviously um just a lot of hurt and heartbreak over um the death of george floyd and, and all of the the fallout from it yes and and it's it is a, a really it's been a really difficult couple of days to uh to watch this news from all sorts of different angles and so we are we're aware of this and if any if any you know news breaks on it any sort of updates that we can share with you we will be sure to let you know i'll give the the little plug to five eyewitness news um you can tune into them as well as they'll be having um all sorts of wall-to-wall coverage of this throughout sure. the day i know but, there have been requests uh for the national guard to uh yeah. step in yeah it really got uh it got pretty scary uh last night and so and it, it's you know the the story certainly is not over yet as there's there's national uh, response to this. There are athletes all over the country who are responding to this. Oh, and there are riots all and over there the country. Riots, protests, Chicago, it's happening. Yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah. So it's a uh, it's a it's a really it's a really tough situation, and and we are certainly aware of it. And these, you know, we have a few of these days a year. It seems where we acknowledge the fact that there's there's big stuff going on out there um that is really serious and is deeply affecting so many people and we're aware of that and then we sort of clumsily try to entertain you offer you a little bit of break from whatever these stories happen to be and in this case it's over the death of george floyd which just again has a lot of people throughout the twin cities and throughout the country um experiencing a lot of emotion um, regarding it and a lot of heartbreak and anger and demands for accountability yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's um, you know, and the, the video is a very very tough thing to watch. And um so 
we're aware of it. We're, we will clumsily try to entertain you as we always do, uh, but do know that we are we're mindful of this situation. And Absolutely. if there is any new and developing information that um, that we can pass on to you, we will let you know that throughout the morning for sure. Uh, Steve, you are at home. I am at home. Uh, Dawn and I are here in the office. In my luxurious home studio. You two are looking at each other through glass. Hi. Now we're about to, you know, um, things are, at my talk, things are changing. They're, yes. They're, they're changing as we try to figure out how do we continue forward in the midst of this COVID-19 crisis and all the fallout and people slowly coming back to work. All yeah. sorts of businesses are having these questions of, well, how's it going to look? And and we keep talking about this. Is this going to be until we get a vaccine that social distancing right. is the norm and how we work is the norm? So the the plan now is that with, with my talk, it's like no one will be sharing a studio except Lori and Julia. They have a big protective shield in front of them. But we've got all these different setups because our employers, kudos to them. And I think there are a lot of employers that are doing this. They're trying to ask the question, how are you comfortable? How are you, what makes you feel safe? Um, and what also gives mindfulness to CDC guidelines and protocols, et cetera. So mm-hmm. you're in a separate studio. Don's in a separate studio. I'm in a separate studio. Uh, you got uh, Colleen and Bradley in separate studios. It's like we're all and what spread out. And what they're trying to do now, I believe, is not to have two people back to back in the same studio. Right. For their shifts to have like maybe a few hours in between the next person coming in. We're spitters. We Um, all spit when we talk. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess all people probably do to some extent. So then you have aerosols in the air and we're just being extra uh, cautious for that reason. So I, I would love to know if other people are actually going to the office. Yeah. And if so, how do things look for them? I'm pretty curious because, like you said, we've got this plexiglass thing. Um, so if there were two people in the studio I'm sitting in, there would be this, you know, you've seen it at businesses. Mm-hmm. When you go to pay for something, there's a plexiglass thing. Um, I just wonder if other people actually do go to the office. Are there businesses where you kind of have to? Like, I think there, there, there certainly are, but I it seems that at least like from the, the circle of people that that I am in touch with, it feels like most people are still operating from home out of home, that that is the overwhelming majority is finding ways to work at home. And it's funny because um, uh, we've even noticed a little bit of a, a shift from this. Like at first at, at Twin Cities Live and my talk, like we're all there. And now as things go on, I think you'll almost see this second wave of figuring out how to work. And how to work safely in a way that makes everyone feel comfortable, but also still efficiently runs whatever the that particular business is. I think that um, we're going to get to a point here where I think starting next week, possibly, um, that I'll start doing, you know, usually I run right from here from my luxurious home studio uh-huh. where I speak right into a $20 Sherpa. Mm-hmm. That I wear. You've seen me wear this Sherpa before, Donna. I don't even and know what you're talking Sherpa? Sherpa is uh, a man that helps you up Mount Everest. <laughs> and he is here and has been here the whole really? time. We quarantined together. You him on his, your oh, back. I thought only I together. could see him. No, no, no. That's oh, him boy. and he's here. Oh, boy. And, and I thank him for his service. Uh, no, I mean like a Sherpa uh, hoodie, like a zip-up hoodie. You know, with that uh, Sherpa... Sure. That you know that like wool. Yes, looks I like gotcha. Wool. Usually, Corona makes those kinds of 
things, right? Okay, there's a word that we can't yeah, say right now. No, no, no. Oh, Corona. Cor- like the Corona beer. They usually sell those like in Mexico. Those. Oh. You're thinking of something tops. different. Yeah. I think you're thinking of something okay. different. So I got to be honest. Shepherd. When okay. I said the word Sherpa, <laughs> I didn't think it would throw us off this much. <laughs> You never know what's going to be a hurdle for one of us, though. You know? I'm looking for my red Sherpa right now because I want to take some notes here. Let me. Okay, so we're definitely on different wavelengths. Let me say it a different way. Um, in my luxurious home studio, I'm speaking into a sweatshirt, a hooded sweatshirt that hangs right on the wall in front of me to block any echo. Oh, Steve, that's interesting. Oh, Thanks. Steve, that's, really? Oh, wow, fascinating. Um, but I believe now I will, starting next week, instead of going right from here at 12 o'clock and then just... Um, and quickly putting a shirt on, dabbing myself with the makeup, and then going out and doing the the news hit uh, at twelve forty five on forty five TV. Forty five. I think I'll now go down to like my kitchen or my living room or something like that, and then do a news hit from there. So oh, okay. it's it's weird because at first it was like I was just in the building every day and that was it, and now I'll still be in the building at some point every day, but it's slowly you know morphing because they're trying to figure out what's a long term game plan here that sure. makes the most sense. Right. In, in oh, long Sherpa. and short of it, they don't want you infecting the radio people from the TV people. Right, got to separate the TV. Mm-hmm. Is That's that right? exactly right. They're trying I to keep the TV. Yeah, they're trying to keep pollination mm-hmm. from the TV people. Well, actually, the other way. dirty, dirty TV people. <laughs> In, in TV house, gets actually. everything. Are you kidding? TV, we have asked long before uh, the COVID-19 crisis, we had asked that radio be sort of isolated. Yeah, we know. Oh, we, know. we can't yeah, even we look you in the eye. Yeah. I see Chris Eggert in the hallway. I have to avert. I don't. Yeah. Otherwise, I get fined. Genuflect. <laughs> I Lord Eggert. Myself. I know. He's a good-looking man. <laughs> He's a hottie. He's, He's a, a hottie. hottie. He's a hottie. Meanwhile... You got Jimmy Neutron over here. No, Steve, you're hot. Oh, what about, by the way, my hair's oh. totally cut. Yeah, I was going to ask. What, we yeah. need a hair update, dude. My hair is totally cut. Oh, have I you posted touch, a picture? I didn't touch the top. Um, no. What? But I was on Twin Cities Live yesterday, but I haven't posted it on social yet. But I had it more or less finished on Twin Cities Live yesterday, and I, I it turned out better than I thought it would have. I'll send you a picture. Okay. I'll send you a picture. Sounds good. When we come back, we'll also have some things that made us go, huh. You'll never guess. You know IMDb, the Internet Movie Database? Yeah. You'll never guess what it originally started as. And there will be no follow-up questions here. Fine. Everybody understand? Yes. That's next on Don and Steve on My Talk. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk, 1071, everything, entertainment, and this. Things that make you go, huh. Things that make you go, huh. Alrighty, friends, we bring you now some head-scratching facts. Okay. IMDb, everybody familiar with it? Yes. Love okay. it. The Internet Movie Database originally started in 1990 with a group of guys trying to make a list of the actresses with the best eyes. Oh. It, it just grew from there. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, the best boobs or nude, no. you right. know, movies. No. skin. Yep. Uh-huh. Best eyes. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Who does have the best eyes out there? Donna. Is there a guy that you Aww. think? <laughs> oh, boy. That's what Donnie, Donnie said the other day when he came into the office. Really? <laughs> he did. And he goes, and you too, Don. And then he <laughs> said, I'm like, oh, so I'm second. He said, I can say that now because I don't work here anymore. Oh wow. <laughs> I missed Donnie Love in the office. He's sweet. You need to pick something up by saying, yeah, yeah. His he, coffee machine. He took his Keurig back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. I don't blame him. Um, who has a bet? Michelle Pfeiffer has pretty eyes. Mm. 
Is there a guy that you think of that you're like, wow, his Yeah, eyes. Chris Pine. I don't like how you said his name there. <laughs> I mean, it was Who's right away, too. Who's the guy? <laughs> Matt Bomer. Let's see if that's him. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Matt that's a good-looking guy. Bomer? Eyes. Specific- yeah, the eyes. Good eyes. Guy, he's got good eyes. Matt Bomer. Uh, how do we know him? He is from the show that I never All watched my children. called White Collar. And oh. I think he was an American Horror Story, too. Right? Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay. And then Cheyenne Jackson, also great mm. eyes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Easy, Donna. Oh. Donna, stop what? it. <laughs> you start sounding like okay. Bob Ross. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, this is interesting. The X in Mary Xmas is actually the Greek letter Chi, C H I which is an abbreviation for Christ in Greek. Oh. Chi, oh, chi, uh, C-H-I should be pronounced Chi, by the way. Chi, C-H-I. So there, I remember, oh. you remember, you'd hear people like, don't say Merry Xmas, yeah, you're taking the Christ out of Christmas. Yes, yes. It, no, it actually means Christ. Uh, you know what? Simmer is that down. why they called people like Xthena? Yeah. Instead of Christina, because the Christ yeah. is Christ. And then the X. Oh, my God. That's so interesting. Uh, Christian Unser is the executive producer on Twin Cities Live. And he will, people refer to him as X-I-A-N. Huh. Huh. I love it. When you organically say, huh, during things that make you go, huh. Right. It makes me feel real good. Good. Real, real good. You're my best buddy. We definitely know each other. Here we go. The first ever cell phone, which Donna still uses. No, the first ever cell phone Rude. was placed, uh, first ever cell phone call was placed on April 3rd, 1973, if you can believe it dated back that far, when one of the engineers at Motorola who built the phone walked out onto the street and called a competitor at AT&T to brag. Oh, and it was like the size of... Your house. An, <laughs> an actual condominium picked up to his said, see that, AT&T? Do you remember Bell Atlantic, speaking of Yeah, it's very big in Nashville. I believe that's one of their most famous buildings. But then they, they morphed into Verizon. Oh. And then I think there used to be Bell of Pennsylvania. Oh. But do you remember James Earl Jones, the voice, the, the iconic voice, most notably of Darth Vader, was the voice of Bell Atlantic. Mm. Bell Atlantic. Do you remember the heart of communication? He would say, but he would say it like James Earl Jones. He'd be like, yeah, man, I want to communicate with someone now using their service. <laughs> oh, Don, you're going to love this. Love it. The guy who invented, po- is it Pokemon or Pokemon? Pokemon. Pokemon. The guy who Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Invented Pokemon. Got the idea for uh, the game where you collect these rare monsters because he collected bugs as a kid. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, so if you're like a kid is bringing in grasshoppers at the end of the day or whatever, or roaches, let them. Roaches. <laughs> <laughs> silly. Stop <sighs> it. You stop it. I just started thinking about an ant farm. That's how my brain works. Oh. Maybe I should get I'm an in a ant colony. Farm. Do you have any questions? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Right. How's that uh, going? <laughs> Don joined a, uh, a Facebook group which where, where people pretend to be ants. Uh-huh. And they respond to it. The queen will give an order or anything. Have you checked in on the ant colony? Uh, yeah, they posted the ant co- colony guidelines. Mm. All hail the queen. Yeah. Um, be kind and courteous. No hate <laughs> speech or bullying. Uh, the queen, the first letters of the words, the queen must always be capitalized. Oh, my god. Any gosh. posts that break this rule will be declined. Wow. Ant names. Your ant name is just your name with ant in front of it. Aunt Dawn. Aunt Joe. <laughs> Example, Aunt Dash Joe. Please only refer to each other by their aunt names. Wow. That is very funny. <laughs> That's oh my gosh. pretty great. And then and, and in that, if the queen would say dig, then all of the other drone ants mm-hmm. would just respond in the comments with the word dig. Right. Uh, found dirt for queen. Help me dig. That's the latest post. Oh. Oh, I better post. This will be my first time yeah, is there, posting. Is this your first comment saying it dig? It is, because I've been quite busy. I uh, understand. <laughs> Listen, all ants are. Dig. There we go. I did it. <laughs> Me and 517 dig, dig, others. Dig. <laughs> That's, that is it feels good. really great. No drama. You know, you're just a part of a yeah. colony. Uh-huh. Simple tasks, simple ways to execute those tasks. Mm-hmm. Now this about the ancient Greek language. There is no word for blue in huh. ancient Greek. I wonder why. I know I'm not supposed to ask. So Do you, ever, you ever think back since all, we all always see black and white photos and things that just look sort of dim in color and t- televisions used to be fuzzy? Isn't it hard to believe that people back in, let's say, the 1800s, life was just as vibrant looking, nature was just as colorful to them as it is to us now. Did you ever have trouble believing that as a kid? Nope. Cool, cool. Me neither. <laughs> Just asking for a friend. Uh, Steve, we're, you're not gonna? Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Dawn and I are not going to yes, accept you are. No. Yes, you will. We don't like magic. You're not gonna? You're going to. No, we're not. All right, now listen, um, as we mentioned at the the top of the hour, we know that today is just a, a really, really difficult day in the Twin Cities. Absolutely. And there's just been um, just a lot of outrage and heartbreak over the death of George Floyd. And uh, we're, we're aware of that. If there's any news that uh, that we need to get passed on to you as it develops throughout uh, the morning, we will be sure to do that. But in the meantime, what we'll do is what we try to do each and every day, which is entertain you and maybe offer you a little bit of a break Um from some really tough stuff that is going on. So we appreciate you being with us. So with that, I get to something that I know that you two ladies are just going to think is dumb, but hear me out. 
last night. I'm getting my scroll on on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I was like, you know, what do I want to watch right now? I just want a little mind-numbing something. And I see Magic for Humans mm-hmm. with Justin Willman. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Wait, and I thought, I've never seen season two. This is great. Wait a minute. Season three is out. So I turn it on. And if you don't know, Donna and Dawn, if you can't tell by their audible groans. I have somebody with me on my side. Yes, totally. They do not like magic. They don't like magicians. But I'm here to try to convince them otherwise. And maybe you, if you're a doubter out there. I think, ladies, the magic that you don't like is like... All of it. No. (laughs) Including card tricks. Okay. Chris Angel. Oh. David Blaine. David Copperfield. I kind of like Chris Angel. Yeah, those oh. are the ones. Yeah, David <laughs> okay. Blaine. And, yeah, I yeah. like those two because they're, they're kind of weird. Hip. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of yeah. hip. They're kind of weird. Yeah, but kind of weird hip. in a way that's like, well, he's kind of a rocker cool. Yeah, you like, know, emo. totally. He wears guy liner. He's like, did yeah, you say rocker cool or rocker tool? I just want to make sure. <laughs> you heard you listen, no, the the cool guy. Now, listen, I used to. I've watched almost every episode of Chris Angel, Mind Freak. I met him once in Vegas. What up? Name drop. I love, uh, I, I, so I really love Chris Angel. I, I get into it, but I'm like a fan of magic. But Justin Willman, he is the hip guy. He is the funny guy because he is aware of all of the magic things and how everybody feels. And his approach to doing it is just very funny. It's very just easygoing. You would be won over by this guy. Now. Nope. Yes, I'm gonna... I don't like people that are convincing me to try to like them. It's very desperate and thirsty. I feel like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna surprise you guys one day. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring him on the show, no! and he is going to, and I'm gonna tell him, listen, they don't like magic, but you can convince them otherwise. He is fantastic. He's like one of the guys who goes on, uh, like Conan or something like that, and then just does a great quick magic trick. It's great. Mm-hmm. One of the things that he, and he, there's always a theme. So for each episode, it could be about power or boredom. It could, be, uh, <laughs> it could be about pain. It could be about a variety of different things, whatever. But last night, here's what he did. One of the one of the cool things, and it's not all straight up and down magic. But he put a guy's both arms out on the table, and then he covered the left arm. You've probably seen this before. He covered the left arm with like a white sheet, and then brought out a prosthetic arm. Okay. okay. Now listen. And he put both his real arm on one side of a little divide, this little divide paper that he brought up in between. And then underneath that sheet was the prosthetic arm. So no longer could he see uh, the participant. No longer could the participant see his real arm. He only saw the prosthetic arm. So here's what he would do. He would take a feather and he would go on his uh, right hand, like his real hand that he could see. And then on the left hand, which was now a prosthetic, the only two hands in view. Can you feel this? Yes, can you feel this? And then you start feeling, your mind starts making you think that you can feel the thing that is happening on the prosthetic arm because of how your eye starts to fill in the gaps for what these sensations should be based on what you see. Uh So then he's doing a feather and he's like, yes, I feel that. Then he's poking the guy's prosthetic hand and the guy's like, I feel that, ouch, I feel that. And then he takes the pin over to his real hand, which he cannot see, pokes him, the guy doesn't feel it. Puts the pin in his hand. The guy straight face. I don't feel anything. It's going in his hand. Pokes the fake hand that he can see, and he pretends that he can feel it. You understanding the depths of this? 
<laughs> Welcome to my world. There's Mom. also something very fun in Magic for Humans. When Justin Willman is doing street, and he has some really crazy tricks that you, you're like legitimately, how did, how did he do that? But he also does this thing uh, when he does street magic where he'll talk with a woman. And I, it's, it's set up, you can tell, but at first it seems like it's not. And the show is called Magic for Humans. And then it cuts to him and he says, all right, hi, I'm Justin. What's your name? And it's a woman of a certain age. And she says, Susan. Mm. And then he says, oh, magic for Susans. And that's a recurring theme. In Magic for Humans is magic for Susans on the street. Do you see the comedy? Yeah. Talk to another lady 20 minutes later. Oh, God. You you know what it is, Steve? It's just a little simpleton-ish. (laughs) <laughs> what I don't like about magic, one of the many things, is that I don't like the whole setup. I don't like the setup of I'm having, I have to be completely captivated on this one thing, and I have to hold my attention, and and I'm always looking for how the they're trick. doing it and yeah. how the sleight of hand is happening. So it's yes. not fun for me. I'm like, I know this isn't real, right? And I don't like, and the setup is too long. You're like, yeah. Ugh. God, I have to sit here and go, uh-huh, yeah, okay. yeah. Would I think it's for children. Give me magic. Would either of you two wet blankets ever accept a challenge of watching one? I, you would have to let me handpick the episode. They're 20-minute episodes. Quick and easy. One of them. Wish it was a quippy. Try me it with too. an I don't even know if I could get you guys. You guys wouldn't even bring an open like mind I feel like I did check it out. I did. Because I remember him just going up to people on the street. Is he in Vegas? It's like pushy, too. He's in L.A. Yeah, it's, LA. Like, it's okay. like, I feel like magicians are pushy. They're pushing their entertainment on me, and maybe yes. I don't feel like it right now. <laughs> right, like, look at me. Like, hold on, let me just capture your attention yeah. for ten minutes here and, and trick you. I know I look like a vampire, but I'm actually a magician. But see, here's the point. You two think that Chris Angel, the vampire among us, is the hip guy. <laughs> Justin Wilman is the one who's like he's good he's, looking. Justin Wilman is your buddy. He's just like, look at these, look at these tools with their guy liner yeah, on. Okay, Chill I'll out, wa- man. I'll watch. I'll watch. Mine. Let me pick oh, the episode. That's fine. I'll get back to you tomorrow. There's a. By the way, for any magic fans out there. Magic for Humans season three available on Netflix. So too season two and season one. It's so great that we have such a diverse um, group of people who listen to and watch different programming. Yes, (laughs) I mean, like I would never watch this show on my own. You know, never. You're right. And it's actually refreshing that we don't even fake the interest in each other's shows. We'll hear you out, but we will be impassioned in our stance of like, you know what? I'm going to pass on Pitbulls and Parolis. I thank you very much. That's not part of my viewing habit. And I apologize. I just went through three hours of people pushing shows on me on another show. So by this time, I'm like, nah. Yeah. I've already we get, done my pretending. Dawn I'm has no filter by the time she gets to us. She's like, nope, totally. sucks, hate it. I'm like watching Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich on yeah. Netflix. Oh, is that good? It is so good. Okay, okay. So good. I, went, I started to watch Dirty John mm-hmm. because somebody was had recommended that because I like true crime. And then I came across the Jeffrey Epstein thing, which must have just come out. And I got sucked into I watched two episodes. It is okay. unbelievable okay. and disturbing. 
I highly recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, um, wait, we have to talk about uh, The Mandalorian real quick. Sure. What is the deal? Pedro Pascal, he's shaking up the Golden Globes. Yes, he is. Now, he was not eligible for a Golden Globe for Best Actor because he wore a helmet most of the time. I did not know that. And so uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press announced on Wednesday, voice-only performances are not eligible in any acting category. That means even if characters are physically in the scene, actors whose faces are not visible are not eligible in any acting category. In The Mandalorian, which aired last fall, Pedro Pascal was in costume and hidden under a helmet throughout the show's eight-episode first season. It's not until the season finale that the character's helmet is removed and Pascal is finally seen for the first time. So they wanted to be clear about the fact that um, that even with this last clarification, the actor uh, should have been eligible for a nomination. Um, but then, as we further look into this, the stuntman, Brendan Wayne, revealed to Vulture.com back in December that he handled the majority of the physical yeah. acting. Yes. And that Pedro was just brought in as a voice actor later on because of his schedule. So it That's wasn't, right. he was just dubbing over what this other this. guy did. And it's like, I feel like the stuntman needs more kudos out I there. think Brandon you're right. Brendan Wayne is he, the Mandalorian. And do you know that Brendan Wayne, Globe I too. believe, is the grandson of... John Wayne. John Wayne. He is. I yes. you're right. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Interesting. <laughs> wow, <laughs> guys. Oh, that was good. So much better after that. I need a cigarette. We had to reset with the Mandalorian. (laughs) Totally. Pick a card, Eddie card. No, all right, Steve. You you tell me what episode. I have to know by the end of the show. I have to. I'll I'll find like the the like the sketchiest most PG thirteen one that'll kind of be rough around the edges and will maybe light a spark inside a dark comedy because that's what she's into. That's totally. exactly right. I'll find um, it. Hey, if you see something, we encourage you to say something. You could always email the show, Donna and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. Uh, but you saw something. Yeah, I think we all saw something. We almost saw a, a rocket launch yesterday. Oh, yeah. What went wrong with the SpaceX planned rocket launch and sort of the interesting live TV moment that I noticed happened yesterday. We'll get into that. If you see something, say something coming up on Donna and Steve. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Night, night. So yesterday, uh-huh. um, it was, it's an, it's every day on Twin Cities Live is, is interesting. You know, the past couple of months, we've had all of these press conferences uh, for the COVID-19 crisis. And then yesterday, there was another governor's press conference that happened at the beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. And so they get to us, uh, you know, like around 3.05, something like that. Sure. And then, um, like as we're starting the show, we're then told, by the way, there might be a national news break in for what was uh, scheduled to be the SpaceX rocket launch. Yeah. And so then it was, and that was scheduled to happen at about 3.15. So when that happens, when it's a, a, a usually, um, you know, we just kind of keep going and then they, they tell us later and then it would re our show re-airs at night. But there's all sorts of things where then we just stopped down yesterday because the press conference had gone late at the beginning. So we can't rerun the show once it goes starts late, blah, blah, blah. Point being when the SpaceX rocket launch was scheduled, ABC News breaks in. 
we stop down and we're now watching the TV screens, like everybody in America, to see if this rocket launch happens. Now, this is SpaceX, Elon Musk's company. Um, they were teaming up in cooperation with NASA. It was uh, going to be sending two astronauts into uh, space for the first time, by the way, that a rocket would be um, sent with astronauts on it on American soil, I believe, in at least the last decade. So the uh, astronauts, Robert Benkin and Douglas Hurley, they were ready to go. They were there, uh, pumped in. America was watching, and it was like, oh, this is going to be really cool. But then, due to some weather concerns, and the weather's got to be just right. There was some choppiness over the Atlantic Ocean, I guess, and some clouds, yada, yada. They get to the point where they're about to go, and then they, they go to Gio Benitez. You know Gio Benitez, the reporter from ABC News? Oh, yeah, sure. He is like talking to someone back in the studio, and then it's it was a real it was kind of a weird live TV moment because you see him look off camera and he says, "Wait, are we not going?" Okay, no. And then you just hear someone like, "No, it's canceled. We can't oh, do it. No. We can't do it." And then he's just like, "Oh, okay. All right. So it's no, no. Okay. Uh, this launch has officially been canceled. It will not be happening today. Uh, the next window that they have for this is uh, Saturday at three twenty-two p.m. Eastern." But then it was it was just weird seeing every, it was like all of America was watching all of a sudden anyone who was near TV at that point, and then you're waiting for this to launch and then live in the moment as a reporter is doing a little uh, stand up talking back and forth at the studio you hear news come from off camera we're not doing it we can't do it no so oh my god and then it was just this big like wah wah now why this why so many people are care about this is SpaceX in theory mm-hmm. could start selling flights to orbit to other people. So, like, companies could get in on this, Lance whatever Bass promising. Has already exactly. Lance is ready to go. So this could open up all sorts of doors for what the future of tourism could look like, research could look like. So Saturday, 322, which would be 222 for us, is when the next scheduled window could take place. Wow. Okay. Cool. It's really social distancing to go out to space. Oh, right? It's like really the best it's the way. ultimate. <laughs> Oh my yeah, or the, gosh. Or the Astro- oh, I guess they're in their full thing, so they can even they can be close to each other, right? Let me they're ask in their you guys: suits. Mm-hmm. Would you go to space if you could? Yes. Really? <sighs> I need to know how long. Just I'm think about be there. it for a second, Don. Have you seen Gravity? Yes. Don? <laughs> <laughs> I, the if thought- they said if someone walked in right now and said. Do you want to go to space today? I'd be like, yeah, yeah. But what if you wouldn't come back for like, girl? You got to take a risk. Three I, years. I, well, you're talking to like, the wrong lady. Donna is not understand. exactly a risk lady. I can run the totally. show from space. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, if you're going to space on Saturday, yeah, when do you get oh, back? can you come back? Can what? you come back on Monday, or is that absolutely impossible so. because of how time works? In space. Well, well, I don't understand why don't we, the space time continuum. Are you talking about string <laughs> theory? Is this what we're I don't know? <laughs> Is I there a wormhole? There would be this? no science. Oh, well. Well, what, what if we said this? What if, would you accept the offer to go on a one week trip? Let's pare it down. Let's do four days. Are you talking to me? I'm talking to both of you in the room. Okay. Which includes my Sherpa, who's in this uh, closet with me. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> May I put this bag down, sir? It's getting heavy. <laughs> Would you go to outer space for four days? You will be back in four days. And how about this? If I guaranteed you nothing would go wrong, you would return safely. Donna, could I win you over now? No. Tell me why. 
think of the view of Earth you would get from the International yeah, Space no, Station. I can see that in movies and on my computer through telescopes and stuff. Well, I can't see Earth, but I can see other things. You know? no, I bet you have no, some telescopes. No, I'm claustro- claustrophobic. The, okay. the thought of like not having control ah. of like my body and no. I'm a skydiver, so I think, yeah. Yeah. We're completely opposite Totally. There. I am I've, not like a, I'm not that like funster. Like, hey, let's all go jump out of a plane today. Oh, God. Oh, great. Hey, As you no. mentioned control, Donna, <laughs> I bet you're, and I mean this respectfully, as I do almost all, right. all of my vicious critiques of you. Don't use the word freak. I I bet you're a pretty annoying person to travel with on a plane. Because I bet you're you're like, we need no. to get there four hours early, and no. then you're all frantic, and you're look, you're, you make us check the board one too many times no, for gate no, changes. No, 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 I'm not like that. I don't even, I don't even get to the airport. Oh, till an hour before. Nope. No, oh, now you've both swung opposite directions. Don, what the heck is No, I cannot be early. That's that freaks me out, stresses me out. I don't want to be sitting somewhere for that long. Oh, see, I feel I like wanna, I don't like, want right to the last minute. I no way. See, that's stressful. I want to have an easy, good time, and the best way to do that is to be prepared. And to be, yeah, but be you prepared before if, you get to the airport. Like if you're already checked in and you're not checking luggage. But what about all what you if, need what is if there's your, traffic and you want to run through the airport? That's stressful. You got to make sure that you book a flight when traffic is light. Well, under let normal me, circumstances. Let me enter um, Elizabeth Reese into this conversation. Sure. She notoriously gets to the airport at the last minute and my critique of that has oh. always been now she says she's a minute maximizer i think i might argue that maybe time isn't being managed the right way in this case because to don's point you have to have some margin for uncontrollables because but what happens is you get there last minute you make the flight you get there last minute you make the flight and then one day if you just hit a string of red lights or there is uh no. unforeseen traffic backup or there's on a weirdo in the tsa line who's causing you're done. problems you're done yeah. You need, so I like I like some margin. I'm right in the middle of you two. I've never I'm, had a problem. I've never missed a flight. I've never like been late for a flight. This is like the She's person who never confident. wears a seatbelt, but then they're like, "But I've never. I'm fine. Look at me. Look at me." And then you're like, "I know, but one time, okay." Yeah. I know. Oh, but don't you want to just get through the gate and relax and go to a restaurant? No. I like Don. You get said... there and then I want I them like to the... say, Board, oh. we'll start boarding in 15, 20 minutes. And then I'm like, well, I still have, even when boarding starts, you still have another half hour. I like to get a meal. When I travel alone, me I like to too. get a meal. Give me some French fries. Oh, I could crush fries right now, this minute. Oh Whoa, I just got a pretty intense craving. That was weird, man. Oh my gosh, can you imagine them? Thick cut. Oh, oh boy. Crinkles. Grr. Do you like crinkles? I like crinkles. Do you like waffle crinkles? I'm better with waffle fries than I used to be. Oh, so that's good. probably just a sign of maturity. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure that's what it is. Uh, when we come back on the Donna and Steve show, uh, Dolly Parton has a new song. We'll sample that coming up next in the beat. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. 
The Home Depot. How doers get more done.